0: What's up, legends? Welcome back to another episode of the Bold Podcast by Legendary Youth. We just want to thank you guys so much for subscribing, downloading, and listening to the podcast. Let's talk about sex. Let's, <laughs> Let's do get it. in it. Okay, so <laughs> we we'll do
1: have guests. We have Eli and Jane Herrera. And for those who don't know, they are our youth pastors. And yeah. Amen. Do amen. you guys want to introduce yourselves briefly?
2: Yeah, go for it, baby. You could, you could just start.
1: Hey, guys. I'm Jane.
3: I'm the... Uh, one of the youth pastors here at Legendary Youth. Uh, it's been this is like our I think we just we, we just completed our first year huh, of being like officially youth pastors. Oh, congrats. The 26th. The 26th. The 26th? Yeah, okay. and it's been on, it's been an awesome ride. Honestly, like we really just have a heart for the youth and just, uh, you know, we just love we just love to be there. We feel young ourselves, so we just feel at home and we just feel like we're in our element.
2: Amen. Yeah. My name is uh, Elias. Everybody yeah. knows me as Eli. Um, I turn 32 tomorrow, so. Oh, happy uh, <laughs> birthday. Happy <laughs> yes. birthday. So I, I do still we feel have young. Candles. Yeah, we're going to do some uh, cake <laughs> cutting Somewhere here Somewhere over there we have candles. <laughs> <laughs> so I do feel, I still feel young at heart. I just remember being like 18, 17, and I would hear a 30-year-old, and I'd be like, man, they're super old, right? <laughs> but now that I'm 32, I'm like, I'm not old at all, right? I'm still youthful. I'm still youthful. And like like Jane said, we're going to have a year on the 26th of this month funny story before we go ahead so for those that don't know i'm like a diehard kobe bryant fan it's not a funny story right it's not like a funny <laughs> story yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me take that back because i'm about to start crying in a bit oh, sad story
1: oh wait is that the day he died yes what is that? Oh,
0: um, TikTok so funny story actually sad
2: fact yeah what sad fact it's a sad funny. fact yeah wait,
0: so why am i n- why <laughs> do i not know that fun fact actually really really sad fact know, it is
2: it is hard. very sad um But yeah, the day that we got presented and ordained as youth pastors um, before I went up like a second, like maybe three seconds before I I went up, my little um, niece came up to me and she said, hey, Theo, Kobe Bryant just died. Oh, my God. I said, (laughs) stop playing. And she said, no, it's all over the news. His helicopter crashed. And as she's telling me that. Ruben and Elvia are like Elias and Jane. Please come up to the stage at church. (laughs) So I, yeah. So I go up and I'm like looking around, and then I find my boy who's also a Kobe Bryant fan, and he looks at me and nods his head. Like, yes, oh, no. it's true. And I'm just like, I start crying. They're Wait, like Ruben, yeah. <laughs> Ruben and Elvia are praying over me and over Jane. And I'm like crying. People probably think like the presence of God is over me. But, but no, honestly, I'm just overwhelmed with what's happening. And yet, I just, yeah, it's okay, a just sad story. I
3: like, Kobe just
0: died. I'm like, what? Oh my God. Yeah,
3: yeah so like, forever. Right there, I'm like in front of the church. And I'm like, oh my God.
0: That's crazy. I was at church too when I found out. Yeah, I was, and I, I don't, don't even know. like him, and I was just like, "Oh my god,
3: girl!" Yeah.
0: Like, I oh cried god. for like three weeks. Right? Yeah, but yeah, um, that's my like story. When yeah, I yeah, Pep got cried at, th- I, 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 um, at work. Oh <laughs> my god, he went to yeah. the bathroom. It was, sad, yeah. it was, it was tragic. tragic.
1: I have no stories.
0: Let's about move that, on before so.
2: I start
1: tearing <laughs> up right now. <laughs> 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 Let's <laughs> move on, guys. Let's talk about sex. But yeah, you guys know
2: me. If you guys are tuning in, if you guys are legends, you guys know who I am. Oh, no, not like that. Not like that. He's like, you know, my past, they know you know, me. my story, you <laughs> know, my story. You know, it's funny. I don't really like going as Pastor Eli. I always tell Jane I like being Eli or E or Elias, whatever. I just I'm not really into like the, the title, the whole title thing. Yeah. So people know who I am. They've been over my house. We have played basketball. We've done all these things. So and if you don't, well, my name is Elias. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so let's just get into the questions because this is going to be a juicy topic. Um, the first question, we asked the legends, and, you know, they asked. So <laughs> the <Sure>. first question, <laughs> <laughs> sure. The first question is, why should people save sex for marriage? Mm, that's good. Why do you guys think that?
3: Well, I was kind of, like, looking, you know, in the word and stuff, and it's funny because if you look in the word, there's actually nowhere that it says specifically, like, don't have sex before marriage. Like, it doesn't actually say it like that, but it does say that, we must not commit like sexual immorality or be like sexually impure. And when it talks about sex, it always refers to like, you know, when a, when a, a man leaves his house or like, you know, like, you know, you're going to be joined to your wife and you're going to become one. And like, when you become one, it's really talking about like, you know, when in, in fl- the flesh, which is like when you have, you know, relations together. And that's because it's something very, like, very, very special, very like, um, you know, very intimate And it's just something that's meant to be between a marriage because it holds a lot of a lot of power it holds a lot of (laughs) sentimental stuff it's an emotional thing it's a spiritual thing it's a physical thing like it's very deep so when you're engaging in sex outside of marriage you're really engaging in all of these different levels with this person that perhaps is not even going to be the person that you are going to be with forever you know when you just have a one night stand you're involving all of these emotional feelings With somebody that you might not even see tomorrow. And then the next day you're going to be wondering like, dang, why am I still thinking about this person? Why am I suddenly concerned for this person? Why am I suddenly worrying about where this person is at? And we're not even anything. So, you know, like that's why sex is meant to be in the marriage. Because those are positive feelings to have in a marriage, to be worried about your significant other, to be worried about your husband, where he is, to be worried that he's, you know, oh, I hope my husband had a good meal today. Or, you know, suddenly you just care about all these things because they're significant to you. But when all of these emotions and stuff are put into somebody that is nothing to you, then that's where, you know, it doesn't get good anymore. You know, it can get toxic and it can get bad really fast.
2: Well, yeah, so I think, the reason um, we should wait uh, to have sex uh, until marriage, uh, and we'll probably get into that later, is because there is a lot of ties that go into it when you have sex with a person, right? Oh,
1: you could get into it. Yeah. So <laughs> there, yeah, there's
2: a lot of soul ties that that go into that. Um, also, it the Bible is very clear in Genesis that we are we were made to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. So we were actually made to procreate, right? To procreate now. Um, We'll get into that. I have a lot of things that, that I have in mind. But one of the things that I- is funny to me is that why don't we hear the message of sex more in church?
1: Because yeah. <laughs> I think it coming from like a youth, because yeah. I remember when you told Jackie and I, like, yeah. should we do this? Should we not? And you, I remember you saying that you didn't want it to be like cringy. Yeah that and i also think that many parents are kind of like afraid to have this conversation with their kids you know like especially like if you're in church because like i remember growing up it was just don't have sex before marriage
0: but you didn't know why
1: exactly until like i think it was like a few months ago that eli went into it and it was very briefly and i was kind of like wait what like these are things but like i think the older people are just a little bit scared to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and they might also feel like they might be promoting sex in a way you know
0: I don't know. Well, I know when I mentioned it to somebody, they were like, why would you guys even talk about that? And this is for the youth, you exactly. know? Yeah. And I'm just like, well, they need to know, you know? It's no, they really do. There's things that I'm 20. I'm about to be 28. And I didn't even know what a soul tie was mm-hmm. up until last year, like mm-hmm. until I listened to a preaching and I learned and I didn't even know what that was. And just to let y'all know, I yeah. had a soul tie. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> You're I like, mean, update. <laughs> yeah.
2: But when you when you hear like all you really hear uh, in church about sex is. Don't have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but that, no one ever goes into that, that's it. That's it. Nobody ever goes into why. Like exactly. It's just like don't have sex. But if we really understand the word, and if you go into the word, sex was created by God. hmm Right? So a lot of people think like when they hear the word sex, and young people say, oh, my God, you said the word S-E-X, right? Oh, my right, God. Right? Th- you, you sex? The, yeah, sex. Cooties, right? <laughs> so, so, but, but sex was God's idea. Sex was created to be good. To be fruitful, to be, to feel great, right? If you don't know that, well, sex feels great. If you haven't had sex, wait till marriage. But, but Period. that that and was time and yeah. it's
3: time. Yeah, and
2: it's time. <laughs> but that's what sex was created for. And all I remember growing up in church was, don't have sex, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then they would leave it there. But yet our kids are getting taught about sex on TikTok, on Instagram, yep. on Facebook, on on IG. Yeah, school and school. I mean sex ed at sixth grade i think i had sex in like ninth grade
1: oh mine was sixth grade yeah but every year it's like
2: lower and lower i mean are we Mm -hmm. gonna get to elementary and they're gonna start talking about sex so it's like it's getting scary because the as a church we're letting culture teach them teach them what sex is when in reality sex was not created by man or by culture it was created by god Mm -hmm. right so i think that's something that we need to begin to teach and i'm hoping we can jump into that in february
3: yeah, definitely. Ooh, I mean, the month of love, sorry. Yes. God yes. didn't, God di- God, you know, the word doesn't say that, you know, it doesn't insinuate to wait for marriage just to because, you know, God is boring. But because everything that the word says to us, really, it's to protect us, you know. Like, it's because God doesn't want us to be harmed. He doesn't want us to suffer. And when we choose to make our own path and make our own rules and just do what we want, we always end up getting hurt. So, you know, God just has a in the best interest in us. He's trying to
0: help us. Um, What is that called? not hurt too premature you know like like I was yeah. saying last time I feel like I mean let's be real I had so a kid very young you know I was not married and I went through a lot just because I chose to have sex wait you know? I have a question sorry what? to cut
1: you off cause I kind of like I've had it in the back of my head do you think that if like someone would have like had this conversation with you you would have never oh for sex?
0: sure like my mom I remember when I got my period she was just like oh okay don't have sex you, you mm-hmm. can get pregnant now yeah. so I was just like oh okay but it's like <coughs> my mom never talked to me mm-hmm. ever. I didn't have like godly people telling me about soul yeah. ties, didn't tell me about anything. Mm-hmm. That's why now that I have my little sister and my kids, I was like, girl, sit down. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about <laughs> it. Yeah. The, the birds and the beast <laughs> Yeah. I was like, we're going to talk about it now. Like, I don't care if you get mad. And my mom was kind of like, oh, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know, because she's only 12. But I'm yeah. like, no, if no one tells her, she's not going to know. And mm-hmm. she's going to make the same mistakes that we did. And yeah. I don't want that for her or for anybody, Absolutely. you know?
1: Absolutely.
3: So I'm glad we're
0: doing this. Yeah. yeah. So should we do question two? Yeah. Moving on. What
1: is the soul tie? All right. Ooh. You answer that? <laughs> yeah,
2: sorry. So, so quiet. <laughs> a soul tie. Wh- what I get when I hear a soul tie, it's literally what you're hearing. It's a soul tie. Yeah. I mean, you're tying your soul. So it's nothing in, in the physical.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, th- the physical part of sex is one thing. Um, it, it, this isn't more in the spiritual realm, right? Because what you're doing is um, so there, there's three things that happen. You need to understand, and young people, if you're listening to this, you need to understand. So there's three things that, ha- that happens when you have sex with someone. You get tied to them emotionally, you get tied to them physically, and you get tied to them spiritually. So those three things are always going to bou- be bound to happen. The soul tie comes in the spiritually part because when you have sex with someone, literally their spirit jumps into you because there's a blood transfer. Mm-hmm. I need you to I, this is gonna sound graphic I mean when you have sex it's not like you're playing around young person <laughs> you need to understand that when you have sex there's a blood transfer yeah. you can wear a condom you can do all these things but there's still there's a pact that happens when you have sex mm-hmm. you have to understand mm-hmm. that that's why sex in marriage is, is covenant that's what mm-hmm. it is it's, yeah. it's a covenant that you're having you're doing you're doing a pact with one another that th- it's gonna be a lifetime so what happens with soul ties is when you have sex there's a blood transfer and now that person's Soul ties are on you and your soul ties are on that Mm -hmm. person. So it's literally something that's a soul tie is more in the spiritual aspect that nobody talks about. Because when you talk about sex, you just think you think about the hips and the dips. Yeah. You think about the girl, this, that she looks good or vice versa. The guy has abs. The guy has a good looking face. Oh, I like that boy. I want to have sex with him or whatever it may be. But you don't think beyond that because the devil doesn't allow you to. Mm -hmm. He just wants you to think physical. But there is a spiritual and there is an emotional tie.
3: Yeah, definitely. And I have a verse for you guys. First Corinthians 615, it says, Do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall become one flesh. And like, you know, going back to what I had said earlier, you know, when when you get married or when the when the word talks about, you know, a man and a woman joining it, it talks about how they will become one flesh. But just like it says in this verse, you know, like if you join yourself to a prostitute, if it's a one night stand, like, don't you know that you're becoming one flesh with that person? So, you know, don't don't think just because it's a one night stand, just because it's uh, just a friend with benefits or whatever. Like, no, it's still like a sacred pact that you're doing with someone. It's still something very intimate, something very profound that you're doing just because it might not seem like it means anything at the moment. Like you will carry that with you. But let me tell you guys that there you can be free from this. You know, there is an upside. Like if you have had, you know, those kinds of things before, like you can break a soul tie. You can renounce it. You Absolutely. can give it back and be like, you know what, God, like I'm not meant to carry this. Like, I don't want this. Take it from me. You know, like I renounce every soul tie that I have, everything that I have ever done. And, you know, I want to be free in the name of Jesus. And you can be and you have to and, you know, you have to break that. And, you know, there there might be some that are harder to break than others where, you know, you find yourself thinking about this person constantly or, you know, like even into marriage, like maybe you had a very strong soul tie with someone and you find yourself that now when you're with your husband, you're thinking about this person or whatever, you know, like those are some strong soul ties that need to be broken, but they can be broken in the name of Jesus. But you just have to renounce it and you have to truly, you know, just give it to God and, you know, believe that you are free in the name
0: of Jesus. That was another question I had. Like, how do you break, break a, soul a soul tie? Yeah. Like, if you have one.
2: So there's the Bible says there's power in the blood. I, yeah. it's, it's I mean, the Bible also says that the grace of God is 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 for everyone. Right. Um, th- I'll just share this. People. Some people know some people. When we got married, Jane was a virgin. I wasn't a virgin. Um, I lost my virginity way before. Uh, obviously, before marriage. Um, and and if I can go back to. Um, I wish somebody would have had this type of podcast or I wish somebody would have had this type of conversation because it would have made me realize, not that it would have instilled fear because that's not mm-hmm. what we're trying to do. We're not trying to instill fear in people. We just want them to get a greater understanding of what sex was created for, yep. right? So if I would have had this conversation and not to like, you know, say my youth pastors didn't do their job or mm-hmm. whatever, but we go back to the beginning point, like it wasn't really talked about. It was like a taboo conversation mm-hmm. That was, that was awkward in church where they didn't speak about it. Therefore me. And let this be clear. I was raised in church. It's Mm -hmm. not like I was not raised in church. I I was My dad was a pastor. I heard message over message, prayer over prayer, Vigilia over Vigilia. (laughs) Uh, I was basically raised in church and yet I still wandered off to have sex um, because I didn't understand the meaning of it. I was looking more for the pleasure rather than, um, than my future, I was selfish in that point because I never thought when we got to our honeymoon, I, I really wish that I would have presented myself as clean as my wife.
0: Yeah, cause then you feel bad.
2: Yeah, but God could clean you. So yeah. even though God can restore you. even though I wasn't a virgin, I know God had done a work in me where I felt okay. Like God will forgive anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. He is a God. He's a merciful God. He's a forgiver. He's a redeemer. And if for those that are hearing this and you say, man, I already had sex, right? I already had sex, like is there any going, I, I can't go back. Yeah, you can't go back. I can't go back and change it, but you can ha- now have an understanding. You can get cleansed by the blood of Jesus. That's how you get cleansed. The repent, pop, the ask, repent for repen- ask for you know, repentance ask for and God's grace will come over you. I mean, it's, it's that simple that as that.
3: There's no, you know, you don't yeah. have to say this verse three times or, you know, <laughs> bow 10 minutes and, you know, yeah. like, no, you just have to come before God as you are and just say, you know what, God, like, I'm so sorry. I repent, forgive me. Like, this is not the way that I want to live. You know, I want to I want to live a life that is pure in heart, pure in spirit. And, you know, I want to wait until the one comes. And, you know, I want to do this sex thing the way that you ordained it to be, not the way that Hollywood has, you know, cheapened it and made it look like, no, I want I want my life to be the way that you have called it to be. And, you know, he will do that exact thing. And you're going to notice the difference, I'm sure. You know, like I've talked with people who actually, um, you know, were not virgins before they got married. And then when they got married, they were just like it was just something so special, something so different. You know, like the, the the intimacy that I had with my now husband was so different than what I experienced when I was dating or just with random people. Like it was nothing, nothing like it. Like I felt like renewed. I felt new. You know, and I just felt like God put back together everything and made me whole, all those pieces that were broken. Because like we said, like sex in marriage, sex in sex when sex is done the way that God called it to be. It's really something special, something, you know, that God created. That's beautiful, that unites two people. And when it's done in the right context,
1: it's really a beautiful thing.
0: In the right container of marriage. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So
1: talking about renewing yourself. What if I've already had sex? Can I renew myself? That's a question that many youth have. Definitely, yeah. And I think they answered it. <laughs> yeah. So yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> so yes, guys, just yes, ask the can. Lord for forgiveness. I'm, living,
2: I'm a living testimony that you yes. can. So if you have had sex, you can be renewed. Now, here's one thing I do want to say, though, to those that are maybe dabbling in that right now because there could be a, a listener right now that mm-hmm. says, you know, well, I already had sex, but it's so hard to stop, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of people right now. We would be lying to ourselves if we believe that our youth group—that there is holy, uh, <laughs> they're, yeah, all, that they're holy all holy, right? Here. That nobody—we're all. I know we're all legends, but yeah. <laughs> we're, we're legends with defects, right? Um, for those that don't know, this is a true statistic, and I was looking into it. Fifty um, percent of high schoolers already had a sexual experience.
1: Oh my God! Me and Jackie were talking about right? that.
2: Now, listen to this statistic. That's 50% of high schoolers. That's, that means from ninth grade mm-hmm. to 12th grade already, 50% already had a sexual experience. But when it comes to the Latino culture and the African-American, 70 or more percent already had a sexual experience. Yeah, 78. 78. Mm-hmm. That's closer to 80 in the Latino culture and African-American. Now, we're maybe more of the middle class or, or underclass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why is that? Right. Because if you look into our cultures, if you notice our cultures, yeah. our backgrounds, a lot of us come from dysfunctional families. Mm-hmm. A lot of us come from broken marriages mm-hmm. um, I- in the Latino world. Uh, girls and boys who are molested is insanely high. Right. So we have tendencies of sex, sexual tendencies. I, c- I can tell you easily family members, cousins, friends, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. who had a moment where they were either touched they were either physically emotionally molested Mm -hmm. right and all that plays to your character and behavior as you are being raised your hormones are changing and a lot of a lot of the issues is that a lot of boys and young girls mostly young girls try to find a dad figure try to find a safe place try to find a moment where they can feel like this man will take care of me because this other man touched me this mm-hmm. way. This man will protect me because this man beat me this way or vice versa. Cause there is boys who are also molested, yeah, right? Yeah. By their mothers, by their fathers, by their uncles. Now, why do we see such a high, um, rate raise in like, uh, in, uh, uh I don't want to say the word gayness and homosexuality, uh, lesbianism, mm-hmm. all these things because people are confused because, Things happen to them, yeah. As yeah. a young age, it's been so, so distorted. Yeah, so it, it's. I want to tell you, young person, if you're listening to this, that your past doesn't have to resemble your outcome because mm-hmm. there is soul ties and there is generational curses that happen, yeah, and, and you have to chains. break those things. Yeah. Because just because my parents had a failed marriage
1: doesn't mean I have to. Doesn't
2: mean my marriage has mm-hmm. to fail. I can be the changing point from my marriage. Forward. just because yeah. my uncle touched me a lot of the times the victim becomes the predator the abuser, the abuser. Yeah. that's like high right and and god is looking to meet you in your broken place but to change things around because we do carry a lot of things mm-hmm. from the past
3: definitely yeah Yeah, well, um, I got too deep in there, but there's a lot of stuff.
2: that I
1: genuinely (laughs) (laughs) didn't know any of that. Yeah, there's a lot (laughs) of stuff that that happens when you come into this conversation of
2: why people are promiscuous, right? Why people look for sex, Mm -hmm. why people um, some people don't have sex because of love. Some people have sex because of feeling they want to forget. It's an emotional high for them when they have sex. So
1: it's kind of more of like an addiction in it's a an way. addiction for I mean, them it literally right? is yeah yeah because oh. again no, i have heard like a couple couple people say yeah. like you know i'm addicted to sex or stuff like that yeah, yeah. and i've never really like kind of sat there and be like okay like what do you mean <laughs> you yeah. know like what but now it's kind of like making sense because yeah. they probably had some type of definitely and like um, past <laughs> yeah definitely I can, keep I can go i can go on this topic
2: <laughs> like okay so Oh, there goes a bird. We got a bird here that wants to hear about sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Where's your ex? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know,
2: like. I just don't move ahead. <laughs> no, I won't move ahead. But I do want to say this, that I heard this, that when you lay with people, you're literally playing with fire, right? Mm-hmm. When you lay with people before marriage, I'm talking mm-hmm. about before marriage. Yeah, You're playing with fire and eventually you get burned, right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we had an occasion where, um. I gave Gabby three melatonin uh, <laughs> little gummies. gummies, and sleeping <laughs> vitamins. Yeah, guys, and she left them on the table. And this just happened Let yesterday. Let me find out right your kids. She left hear. them on the table, and then I went into the bathroom because Jane was showering the girls. And Ellie tells me mm, the gummies were good. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and I said, "What gummies?" And she was like, mm, "The gummies." <laughs> I I, was like, "I didn't give you gummies. I gave you chocolate. I had given her chocolate like f- 20 minutes before." And she said, no, gummies and chocolate. And I said, and we went out and Gabby was like, where's the gummies? I'm like, oh what do you no. mean? <laughs> so my daughter took these gummies that were melatonin thinking they were something else. Now I'm getting somewhere because a lot of times a lot of people have sex with people thinking it's something else but don't realize what they're harming is their body.
3: Right? It looks mm-hmm. like a nice little gummy, a candy. It looks like a candy, but it's melatonin. It looks
2: good from the outside, right? It looks like he got abs. It looks like she got booty. Come on, can we just keep it real here? It yeah. looks like she has, has big bro. breasts. It looks Nothing all great and groovy from the outside. And she got the look look right, right? She got the right. It looks like moves. he's yoked. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's yoked, right? It looks like he got money. It's but it's all.
1: It's, it's all his daddy's yeah, money. <laughs> it's all his daddy's money, exactly, right?
2: But what I'm trying to get to is that you're playing with fire mm-hmm. and eventually that fire will end up burning you and what happens is there are so many people walking around that have been burned by people mm-hmm. that's why girls and guys have sex with like four or five different people and they don't realize they're they're trying to find the right one but yet they're just keep burning themselves mm-hmm. they keep laying with different people trying to fight the, find the right one when in reality you're not going to find the right one the, f- the right one is Jesus right yeah. that's where you find the truth and that's if we've always said in our marriage we must love god first mm-hmm. before we even love each other right we must love god first and if we love god first we love we'll love each other even more right and that and that's where i want to uh, pinpoint for the young people listening stop burning yourself you're playing with fire eventually you're going to be walking and then and then we want to present ourselves to god and say god i want to give you my everything well, no, you just gave you everything to five different dudes. Oh. Damn.
0: Oh. Right? That's oh. a good one. <laughs> you just
2: gave you everything to five different girls, but yet you want to come to me and say, I want to give you my everything. There's people literally carrying you, part of you. Mm-hmm. So you literally have to break that chain so that God can mend all your pieces back together and make you one. Amen. Yeah.
0: That was so good. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay. Next question, unless you want to add on. Yeah. Um, what if I don't have sex but do other things? AK, How far is too far? Oral sex? Okay, wait. <laughs> talking <laughs> about this <laughs> last night. Yeah, last night I think it was. We were um, yeah. talking about the questions, and I asked her, I "Was like, how, like, I was like, can we ask about like oral and?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. just yeah. because. No, like, let's be real. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, no, like, real. we're leaving yeah. the, hey, we're leaving the youth right. pastor
2: card aside. <laughs> if you guys know me, I'm a real person. So like, those are those are real, real questions, yeah. real battles that people have. Why well, to have sex, but you know. We had oral sex, but that doesn't count. That's not all the way.
1: OK, so, yeah, I've heard I've actually like heard people say that, like stuff like that. So like what? <laughs> give, give your green light, yellow light, red light. analogy. OK,
2: so. <laughs> yeah. I, OK, <laughs> I'm going to give you this. I, I, we've had this conversation, me and my wife. I call these. I call these. Uh, well, in marriage. Mm-hmm. Are we talking in marriage or out of marriage?
0: Out of marriage. Out of out marriage. Of marriage. Out of marriage. No. Okay. okay. No, what? no, this is a,
2: <laughs> wait, this is a gent, like a real question. People believe that oral sex in marriage is bad.
1: Okay, so I think last uh, night I said we. It, now I said, is it bad to put it in the booty? Yeah, we said, yeah. we talked about that. We also talked about toys. I think, yeah. yeah. I so we um, were very, we were very conflicted. Like, do we ask these questions? Yeah. Do we keep them to ourselves? So,
2: so I'm going to go out of marriage, okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's take two.
3: What if I don't have sex? But do other things, A.K.A. Okay. How far? It's too far. Yeah.
2: Um. Okay. So I'm gonna start out out of marriage. Out of marriage. How far is too far? Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like I don't care who it. you are. You know, in the back of your head, when you want to do something. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We pre like we what is it? We premeditate things. When mm-hmm. I was dating Jane. I did everything in my power to have sex with Jane. Aww. I know this sounds horrible.
3: <laughs>
1: Jane's right? like so it innocent. So it was tough,
3: y'all. Th- this sounds horrible, right? It was right? like I was fighting a lion every time. Oh,
1: hey,
2: <laughs> legends! Your youth <laughs> right, pastor, David. yeah, your youth pastor is being real with you guys right now. I was that dude that already I had picked her up. I said, okay, we're gonna go out to eat. We're gonna go watch a movie, and then I'm gonna try to find a nice little parking spot, right in the dark in the perfect How romantic! Yes, yeah, to, to try to get to try to do something. Thank God Jane was a good girl, right? And she made me suffer a lot, and she made me go home and take a <laughs> Lots lot of cold of tears, showers. tears, y'all, tears. Right? <laughs> but, but as humans, we know when we want something, and mm-hmm. we know how to do it to get to that place of doing something. Yeah. We were, we're really well at doing that. So young person that's listening to me, how do you know it's too far? You already know since the moment you walk out of your house when it's too far if where you want to go. So it's killing that before you're in the place of going too far. You have to kill that feeling kill that moment, no, don't go there. If I already know that that place is going to cause me to Mm -hmm. sin, don't go there. Kill that moment right off the bat. The
3: moment you start thinking, like, I feel like, impure thoughts, and you're already, like, lusting and just, like, thinking, Mm -hmm. like, nasty or, like, thinking dirty, like, you already, we're already going too far, you know? Yeah. Um, and in Songs of Solomon, it talks about, it says how, like, not to awaken something before it's time. And like, you know, we don't realize here, but like, yeah, like, you know, kissing. Yeah, I get it. You know, everything like, did I ever make out with Eli before we were dating? Of course I did. But I she do couldn't resist. Yeah. But of course <laughs> I know that like there was those there was those times when you had that makeout session where you were like, OK, well, like we're going too far. Mm-hmm. Like, you, things you know, get tingly. Yeah. Things start, you know, you, <laughs> get, you, get tingly. you start to like you know, your body, your, you know, God made our body the way it did to function the way it did for a reason. You know, God is fun. You know, he made, he made food tasty. He made all these beautiful creation of, of nature. Like he made all these beautiful things. Like he's a very tasteful, creative God. And Mm -hmm. of course, like he didn't create us any less than that. But, um, you know, like there's those times when you just know, like, okay, like if we don't stop now, like, you know, you're going to end up regretting your next move and like, don't get to that point, you know, like don't set yourself up for failure don't awaken something unless you're gonna continue to feed it because like let me tell you like yeah once you start to go too far it's gonna be hard to retract Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard to (laughs) expect any less than what you went to do in the first place and when you awaken it like your body now is gonna desire it more like you're gonna realize like the next time you're alone or something you're gonna have those feelings and you're gonna be like dang like Oh, I want to be with my boyfriend right now. Like, like I already I did together. it. Why not? Yeah. Why not do it again? Like, and it's like your body is just going to continue to ask for it. Like, oh, I want that makeout session again. Oh, I want the. I want him to touch me this way again, or whatever it is. Like your body is going to begin to ask for it. So like, if you're not if you're if you're not in a time in your relationship when within marriage now, don't awaken it because. It's not right before God that you continue to feed those feelings, that you continue to let those feelings grow because in the end, it's not going to it's not going to end well. If, if you don't start your relationship right, it's going to be hard to end right. Yeah. Like, so I'm telling you, don't wake don't wake up those senses until, you know, you're committed to feeding them in yeah. the right time.
1: I also think that like you within your relationship you should kind of like establish like this is yeah. too far like this boundaries. is boundaries okay. yeah and many people like don't want to have that conversation with their significant Jane other Jane broke up with me I know <laughs> She did she
2: <laughs> bro- up. Yeah she broke <laughs> up with me because she was like I can't even do this anymore like you're literally causing me to like 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 sin I feel bad like mm-hmm. why right why yeah why do you keep trying to do this keep coming on to me like this is So okay that.
1: I have a question so what did you do
2: she broke up with me. No,
1: but like, what did you do what in order do? to like get her back well, or like to no, fix that situation? Oh, yeah. So
2: she broke up with me for like three weeks. I don't even know, two, three weeks wow. or something she like stood that. Strong. she strong. said, I don't <laughs> want you to text me. I don't want you to do this. We, I like so I term. had to like take a moment back. Mind you, I was coming from a different um, background. Yeah. I, I had already messed around, mm-hmm. right? So to me, that was like. Frustrating? That was, that was it was frustrating, right? Um, but. Like I had to understand the hard way. She broke up with me. Like it was like a, like a my heart broke when she broke up with me. Aww. I was Aww, like, no, I gotta cute. get this girl back. I think She's a, a lot of
0: people feel like if I don't have sex with my partner or my yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend, they're gonna, they're leave, gonna leave. And then they're gonna well, th- then leave. Let them <laughs> leave, honey. <laughs> I commend for
2: for not not giving in. She actually left me, and yeah. then I had to realize by myself. Young girl, listen to this. If you're listening to this, I had to l- realize. Okay. Young boy. This girl has <laughs> worth. Yeah. Right. This girl has value. She's valuing herself rather than a moment of pleasure because a lot mm-hmm. of people will give up all their worth.
0: Don't for, trade your treasure. Listen up. Try. Ooh.
2: Listen up. Movies and porn ain't real, y'all. All right. If you've seen it, I know a lot of you have seen it. Sex is about 15 minutes max. <laughs> 10 minutes, 15 minutes. If y'all say you out for an y'all hour. I want to stretch uh, it out. Maybe. Yeah, seven. Le- yeah. Like, like it's great, but it's not what Hollywood tells you. When some people get sold on the Hollywood story, give up their worth and value, and then want to seem like they're walking and have everything when in reality you just gave up all your worth and value. Now, we go back to the same thing. If you gave it up, your value can be restored by Jesus. Yeah. Your worth can be restored by Jesus. But don't give it up for 10 minutes, 15 minutes of pleasure. Don't do that.
1: And if he's telling you or she's telling you that he's going to or that they're going to leave, just let them leave. Okay, just walk away. Yes, <laughs> let please. them leave. Are we on
3: question five?
1: Uh, yeah, which is, why is saving yourself for marriage okay. a deal-breaker yeah. for some girls yeah. or guys? Yeah. Um, uh, Because y'all are horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Just like that, I don't know what else yeah. to say. No,
3: but yeah, definitely, you guys, I really do encourage you guys with all my heart is save yourself for marriage. And for those people that it might be a deal-breaker and stuff, like, I mean, maybe that person is not for you. Because, mm-hmm. look, if you already, you know, if you already gave it all up before marriage, and then, you know, you ask God for forgiveness and you wholeheartedly ask God to forgive you and renew you. And, you know, you get into this relationship with a guy or a girl and they're like, you know, what, I can't do this because you're not pure anymore. You're not a virgin, like, or whatever. Then, like, that person is not for you. Like, let them go. Like, yes, you made a mistake. You messed up already and that passes is in the past. But before God, he has already made you new. And one day you are going to find a guy or a girl who sees you as a person who is whole, who sees you as a person who is pure, who sees you as a person who is right before God and is not going to, you know, um, look down on you or downgrade you or try to take advantage of the fact that you're not a virgin anymore. It's like, ah, let's just have sex. Like, you're not even a virgin anymore. Whatever. Like, no, like you just wait for the right person because of a real man or woman of God is gonna and and the right one that is for you is gonna you know forgive you they're not gonna hold your sin that you did in the past against you and they're gonna allow you to live a life free from your past and not you know throw it in your face every time something happens you know raise your standards yeah so you know like if it like but yeah I, i understand why it might be a deal breaker for some girls and guys and if that girl if you're that girl or you're that guy that expects um somebody to come into your marriage and be pure and have never had sex before Then, like, if that's your thing, like, that's, you know. But don't you
2: find that funny? I I like, I, I I know so many guys who, like, have had sex with everybody yet want to want to find a virgin oh my god to. wait this is and so it's just true like, it's just like come on bro, bro. you just did it exactly <laughs> like they want to have sex with the world with every girl in the world but then when they get married they want their want girl, girl to, to, t- be yes. yes. to be as clean as possible <laughs> yeah they want their girl to a be god. a virgin yeah <laughs> they don't want her to have any ex-boyfriends any anybody but yeah you were out there messing with everybody Save else yourself. like it's just it's yeah. done
3: bring what you expect to the relationship too like you know, like, be that person that you want to be with. You know, don't expect a freaking shining Ooh, like star. That.
1: Be the person that you want to be with. Be
2: the person that you want to be with. Yeah. come Someone on. quote that. That's yeah. good. <laughs>
1: Two quotes. <laughs> I know. Does TV, social media, and or movies affect the sexual desires no, of the youth?
2: No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <Or not laughs> I'm like, wait.
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, Have you not what's going on? <laughs> that's the reason why absolutely. all
2: these poor
3: little 12-year-olds are over here like,
2: I mean, Gosh. I can't go on my feed yep. on Instagram and not see a video that will get you like looking like, wait, how is that on my feed? I mean, yeah. That, like, we, mm-hmm. And of course, like a lot of people are like, oh, that's on your feed because like there, I'm literally watching sports. And then on the next tab down, there's like a 12 year old or a 20 year old twerking. It's like, yeah, or even that's posing so or the or way that posing. they should Yeah. Be yeah. Posing. I mean, mu- we can go to music videos from music videos like. I don't know if you guys saw but like every music video gets more and more revealing now that that mm-hmm. culture throws out. It's like soon we're going to just have porn on TV, yeah. on normal TV, and it's just going to be normal now. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but growing up, like my parents were strict. Like we could not watch movies with like sex scenes. We couldn't. Like it was like all like these old school, like Mexican <laughs> Christian movies we used to watch, like about the rapture and stuff. Right.
0: <laughs> <Like> behind. <laughs> but like.
2: <laughs> There was like a kissing scene and your parents would be like, tapate los ojos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, now.
3: I covered my eyes until I was like 20, yeah. I swear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all married and everything. My I mom had me mean, traumatized. She's exactly. like, tapate los ojos. You can't even and see a like, kissing always. scene. Like, even still, to be honest, like, I don't just sit there and watch people make out. Like, yeah. I just feel well, weird. I think that's kind <laughs> of awkward. Yeah, I'm Let's like, be oh, honest. Like, I don't want look at your funny, tongue. But what's funny
2: with our legends now, they watch a kissing scene and that's absolutely nothing. They're like, are like, oh, we've seen this already. That ain't nothing. This is
3: nothing. No,
1: but because it's based off of the question because yeah. sex is like so sold nowadays yeah that like sorry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so sold nowadays that like it's everywhere like you're
3: like desensitized to it yeah, yeah. exactly
1: yeah. and it's like i didn't even realize that was that thing. and like you have you guys have to keep, well you uh, just yeah. people have to keep in mind yeah. like we do go to school or at least i do <laughs> and sex is kind of like it's just talked about like it's nothing and like yeah. you know you'll have friends i'll sit there and be like oh my god so this is this what happened and this happened and yeah. this happened and sometimes it'll be people from church too, you know, like, but yeah. well, you really know what's crazy? Everywhere.
2: The devil is robbing sex from the young, from, from, from our minds because now when you hear sex, instead of it being a good thing, which it is a great thing, it's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. i went God back to that. That's gift. It's a God given thing. It's God's idea. Sex is God's idea. Yeah. Now when you hear sex, you think of it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes all the way back because the devil is distorting. That goes back to the garden of Eve when, you know, God told Eve, you can eat from any tree amazing like it's crazy to think she had thousands and thousands and thousands of trees to eat from yet the one that the devil said why can't she eat from this one that's the one she decided to eat from because Mm -hmm. he distorted her and said this one's good like what was not good he made it seem like oh god is holding out on you Right? Yeah, he, he doesn't d- want you he doesn't want power. you to have this no, one he's listen. holding out and yet that's the same thing the enemy is doing today with sex. He's distorting something that God made gr- good for us great for us in it's right time listen to that in it's right time and now he's making it seem like, Oh, it ain't that cool. I mean, sex is great, but you can have you can be free. Now it's like Mm. all about freedom, right? Be free, girl. Be free, boy. Like Yeah, explore. Have options. Like nobody should tie you down. Right? Try (laughs) new things. There shouldn't be no man or no woman who should hold you down. You are empowered. You are great. All these things. That God tells you you are, but yet you're believing the culture, God. You're believing Satan rather than God when he tells you you are empowered through me, though. People forget Mm -hmm. that, that you're empowered through God. But now people want to be empowered through politics, through all these things that culture wants to throw at you. (laughs) I mean, we can see it nowadays. So straightforward.
0: Damn, do we have the same notes? Do
2: you? (laughs) Oh, maybe.
3: We're (laughs) all one in spirit, y'all. Right? No, but for real, like, honestly, yeah, TV, social media, movies, music, like, all of those things if you are dabbling on the wrong side of the end like you're setting yourself up for for failure because like yeah like everyone said you know everything is just super sexualized these days and it's made very normal um it's totally distorting the view and the way that god created intimacy to be because now you just got this you know cheap uh bootleg you know um form of what sex looks like it is you know it looks like that fun one night stand after being at the bar or you know like the song talks about you know because all the songs there's so many disgusting songs nowadays that just yeah (laughs) yeah, like that song wap you guys know what i'm talking about you know thanks to my sister my little sister for enlightening me what does it
2: mean what does it mean i'm joking
3: with you no let's (laughs) go there
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) but it it really it really
3: does (laughs) break my heart like it really breaks my heart to see how so many young women and young men have fell into this <coughs> trap of making of belittling, you know, like some, something that God made so beautiful and, and making it so nasty, so dirty and, and like just like something to throw around. And it's really sad because um, when you, you know, when you allow, all, you know, when you allow the media and stuff to just desensitize you to the way that God made things to be. Like it trickles on. It doesn't end there. You know, you're going to bring that later on into your relationship later on. You're going to bring that into your marriage, you you know, and it's going to be something that you just laugh at or look at as a joke and just as something, an act to get done really quick and feel good at the end when that's not the way that God intended for things to be. But definitely, you know, social media, movies, the wrong music, all of that will definitely you know, affect the sexual desires of the youth, and it's going to make you think like my girl needs to look this way, and no. if it, she don't look that way, I don't want it. My guy needs to look that way, and if he doesn't look that way, I don't want it. Well, that, that's, almost
2: jumping in, that's almost jumping into the next question about yeah. pornography and, and, and masturbation yeah, definitely
3: we can go into that. You know, yeah. the seventh question is what is wrong with viewing pornography and masturbation? Everything. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> all okay. Of it. well, yeah. for all of it. People that don't. Sorry, know. <laughs> but it's all wrong. Break it down. <laughs> Let's break it down.
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I was I was addicted to porn. You know, growing up, I was addicted to porn pretty much through like almost my 20s. Um, and I want to I want to say something that's so real, though, because I've heard this. A lot of people think like, oh, I'm watching porn because I'm not married. But once I get married and have sex, then I don't need porn anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is not true. Once you open that door it's so much harder to close that door even before or after marriage because those things transfer over because it's an addiction that you have on you and you have to break that addiction mm-hmm. right so like till this day like I I tell myself I'm a man I have hormones I have urges I have just like women do too right I tell myself I'm not going to dabble in that I want to tell you that social media is like a starter drug to pornography, Yeah. right? When somebody does cocaine, heroin, crack, they didn't just start smoking cocaine, heroin, and crack. They started with pills, they started with weed, they started with a cigarette, and it was just a starter drug to something that gets deeper and deeper and more and more rooted in you. That's what IG is, that's what TikTok is, that's what, now you can use these things for For good, right? Right? For good.
3: But you have to have tunnel vision. But you
2: have to have tunnel (laughs) vision because in a blink of an eye, you swipe up to the left, to the die, to the side, whatever you want to swipe, and <laughs> suddenly you got somebody on your on your phone that's, like, that giving is not you, wife, like, that is not whoa, your what husband. is that, right? That ain't that, that. ain't you. That ain't your boo. That ain't your nobody. Mm-hmm. And it's giving you these thoughts. It's like throwing – the Bible says that the enemy throws darts to you. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the shield, right? You have to have the armor of God on you. So we have to be very careful because this is not a fight that just teenagers fight. There is grown men in the church watching porn. There is grown women in the church watching porn. There is married marriages who watch porn to feel fulfilled and have sex while they watch porn. Yeah,
1: I was going to say together. Together. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) wait, what? That's a thing? That's a
2: lie of the enemy, right? And and these are things that go, that are so bad because what pornography does, it's a fantasy world. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a fantasy world. And we go back to, you know, what you said about um, trying to look for the perfect girl for the... And now what happens is as a guy or a girl, you're looking at these porn stars that have the perfect bodies, the perfect packages. I'm going to just put it that way. <laughs> if you guys know what I'm talking about, right? The girl has a perfect booty. The girl has a perfect breast. They, they, you know, it's all these things. And now you're thinking that that's what sex should look like. But it's just a fantasy that mm-hmm. the enemy is telling you. The fantasy is this. I'm, I wrote this down. This is a great. This is what God's plan for us is. It's. To have one God, which is him, right? Mm-hmm. One man or one woman, one marriage, one family, one lifetime, one picture. What and I got heck? that from Mike Todd. Mike Todd said that. And Look I, at my notes. You have it? Okay, <laughs> I, have I wrote too. that, yeah. Mike Todd said that, and when he said that, I wrote it down. I was like, man, because I was just listening to his uh, his preaching like five, six days ago, mm-hmm. and he said that, and I was like, that's going to be good for a, a sex yeah. conversation. And I want you guys to write that down if you're listening to this podcast It's that's God's plan to have one God, which is him, one man or one woman in marriage, one marriage, one family, one lifetime, one picture. And that's what God wants for us. But when we dabble into other things, we start trying to our mind goes millions of ways. And then, of course, you're not going to watch pornography without masturbation. It goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. That's like saying I'm going to go play basketball with no basketball. Right. (laughs) I'm going to go play football with no football. I'm gonna go to the gas station and put gas, but without a car. Without I car. mean, it mm-hmm. does not work. Yeah. Masturbation and pornography go hand in hand.
3: Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, I was actually reading um, some uh, this article. I don't know if you guys have heard of Moral Revolution, but if you haven't, I recommend going on their website, and they'll answer a lot of questions as well. Um, they have a lot of uh, you know, just like little blogs you can read and stuff. But I was reading one about this girl too that said that, you know, she was like addicted to to porn and masturbation and how she didn't realize that she was really building this really unhealthy bond with it where now it's like she needed that, you know, like um, she said like, Oh, you know, like, like later on, she ended up giving up um, porn and just masturbating because she felt like it was a little less bad because she wasn't watching porn, but she didn't realize that once she got married, she had built already like this kind of soul tire, like this like bond to herself, to masturbating, to porn And now it was distorted because now when she was with her husband, she was thinking about the porn or she was thinking. And it was really hard for her to, you know, you know, move on, like, you know, to reach that climax feeling what you do with your partner. And because now she was now it was like she had not built a bond with the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Now that bond and that reliance was on porn, was on masturbation. And it wasn't in the hands of her husband. Which was what God created because that's where that bond comes from, you know, God created that special, you know, moment in intimacy to be a bonding moment, not a moment of self-reliance or, you know, where you're thinking nasty things in your mind about other stuff other than, you know, thinking about your significant other, which God created that, you know, God created sex to be between two people and to be vulnerable together you know to be intimate together to help each other in those in those times not for pornography or masturbation to be what's helping us so we you know as as young as young people you might think of like oh well i want to save myself for marriage but it's just so hard because i have these desires well i'll just take it into my own hands but later on it still ends up distorting and it still ends up um messing up the create the way that god created it for it to be because now you're not putting yourself in the hands of your husband. You're it's it's so hard to because now you are you have distorted it and you know now going back to that you're you know it it like you're thinking about things you shouldn't be thinking about. You want to do things that you shouldn't be doing, and you're not allowing sex between your mar- in your marriage be what it's supposed to be, which is supposed to unite you and connect you. Because now your mind is somewhere else. So. Th- you guys think about that pornography and masturbation will trickle on into your marriage if you don't end it and you don't cut ties with it and don't even begin it. If you have never done that before, don't begin it.
1: <laughs> but what if like people are older <laughs> and they're not married? What do they do? They it's need to
3: dabble in the word of God. and stuff. Yep. there's so many things like that. You can get oxytocin. You can get all these things. Work out. Serotonin. Like they say, if you're thirsty and there's no water. Well, eat an apple that the water the, there, there's okay, okay, it's no, a, you I've have never to find it. Yeah, you have to find it in different. You okay, have to, got it. You have to you have <laughs> like, to. Yeah. You have to like, you know, you have to get that where wherever you mm-hmm. can. It might not come in the form of water, but yeah. it can come in an apple. You like, know, It will quench your thirst a little know, bit.
2: Brianna touched a good point because like growing up in church, like I used to like see like those guys that were like in their like late 30s, 40s, 50s who are not 50s, married, are not married never got married, <laughs> single. And then as I'm getting older, you still see that. You see that a lot in in church. And what's happened is that if you look deep into their their life, Mm -hmm. they had opportunities Mm -hmm. to be with someone, but they wanted that person to be of their choice, not who God had for them, Mm -hmm. right? And we have to be careful with that because sometimes we want our plan rather than God's plan. We want our wife or our boy or our husband to look this certain way, mm-hmm. be this certain type, all this. Stuff. And God is not looking for to fill your appetite or fill your yeah. your type of person. He's looking for the person who is meant for you in every aspect of your life, who he already chose for you. Mm-hmm. If you're single right now, you're listening to this, God already has the person chosen for you. That person is somewhere, right? Don't and, worry about it. Just yeah, it. don't <laughs> worry about it. It's going to come. She's going to come. He's going to come right they're They're, they're already... Placed aside for you, right? But what happens is, these people that are sometimes single, older, don't know how to distinguish the voice of God is saying, "Okay, that's this the right person for, for me," and they just want what they want. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're like that because it all goes back because of family uh, yeah. ties that they have, things that happen in their life, um, bad things that happen where they. Some people truly believe that they're more happier alone, oh, like my grandma, than <laughs> together. Yes. <laughs> And that is the lie. But the Bible mm-hmm. clearly says it is not good for man to be alone. Yeah. It literally says that. And and that's the I loneliness, isolation, all that are lies of the enemy mm-hmm. to make you feel like I'm better alone. I don't need you. Yeah. in My life. And yet you do need someone because when I don't feel good, Jane is there to say, hey, you know, get back up. Mm-hmm. You can do this when Jane doesn't feel good. I'd be like, hey, you better get up. Jane had uh, COVID not too long ago. And I was She's like, so I easy. was like, you don't got COVID, girl. Get up, shower, put some makeup on. You're going to feel better, right? And she was like, Ugh, barely moving, right? And I'm Dad. like, dude, it's a mindset. Get out of that mindset. Oh right? God, I was can't. there. I was easy pumping her up. Easy to say when you feel good. Yeah, right? I was pumping her up. I'm a good motivator, right? If you need motivation, give me I need motivation up, right? to work out. Right, right, so... But we I all was there. Send <laughs> <those voice laughs> get up. Right, get up. Squats. No, I'm just kidding. Send your voice <laughs> message. But <laughs> know, right? you need that other half of yours to be there for you, it's it's a necessity.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Don't get caught up in them looking perfectly the way that yeah. you designed them in your head. Even though Jane doesn't
2: look perfect, though.
1: <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Just throwing it no, out there. I'm
2: well, doing sweet talk. You could do that when you're married.
1: All right, Some all people right. get very like the older they I've seen like the older they get the pickier they get. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just kind of like like there's offers to like go like yeah. Do it, but exactly. You can't
2: be picky when definitely. you're 40. <laughs> you guys, I'm telling you now, though,
3: like there is prayer, there's power in prayer. So if you're single and you are ready to me, like just pray. Like, God, you know what? When it's your time, please open the doors. Like, don't let me miss it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, pray for your significant other, even if you don't know who they are yet. Like, like God bless them right now, wherever they are. Protect them. Take care of That's them. That's a must. You know, you must yeah. Do that. yeah. Like, you know, like everybody has a struggle. Like, pray for that person. Like, God, in the middle of their struggle that like they may be right now, I pray that you would just give them peace and mm-hmm. guide them and you know, give them direction. And I'm telling you, like, prayer is powerful. And for yeah. your future wife or husband to know that you were praying for them and you were already covering them and protecting them. What was them your in praying the
2: for their future wife the other day? Was that Joelle?
0: <laughs> yeah. That was
3: Joel again. Yep. I yep. command you, Joel,
2: if you're listening to this. I command you. <laughs> you, you know that's, you. That's yes. so important. You're going to mm. get an awesome wife. I grew up in the middle, like, in the middle of the night. Like, I used to remember, like, my mom used to come and place her hand on my forehead. <laughs> and this was, like, Random, like at four, five, six a.m. That's me, right? And it, and uh, she would be praying, and I'd be like, "What is she doing?" But I can, <laughs> I can clearly remember. This was I was like, two, tw- probably not even not that not no, that yeah, young, yeah. but maybe like 9, 10, 11, 12, I don't know around there, and she would pray for my future wife and my future kids, and she I would was be praying like, "For me all along, yeah." And and, and, and <laughs> when I think about that, enough. I'm like, "Whoa, like it's crazy," and now I find myself doing that with with my girls, like I, i be laying there and I put my hand over their head and I'm like, I tell God, like I pray for Ellie and Olivia's future husband. I pray mm-hmm. that they're men of God. I pray that they are basketball players and they have millions of dollars. No, I don't <laughs> say that. I don't say that, but I just <laughs> pray he does. that. Yeah. Sometimes now I'm kidding. No, but I do pray over their, their, their husbands, Futures. their, their kids, because we need that prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prayer of a mother is the strongest prayer that there is. I'll just leave it there. It's is so, not so mother, powerful.
1: I still pray.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, but
3: yeah, don't view porn or masturbation. It's just not good. And just also, don't, don't go like, down that road.
0: Like, uh, piggybacking off no. of what you said about Mike Todd, um, I also got some stuff that he said that like, You're always going to have that attraction to the things, you know, but you have to put your attention to something else. Because if you put your attention to what you're attracted to, you're going to come out with something that shouldn't have never been there. You know, you're going to have evidence rubbed off that you did what you did. Yeah. Because I know a lot of men and women, you know, like always Well, some they (laughs) struggle with like lust and like with with Mm -hmm. what you said, you know. Even if they're in the church, even if they're pastors or yeah. they just started, you know. So I think that we have to remember that we can't really put our attraction to that, Definitely. our yeah. attention to that. I think yeah. you
1: more than anyone else knows yourself and you know your temptations. So, yeah. like, if you kind of feel yourself kind of like falling off track or something, kind of like, you know, go, go the other way. <laughs> go yeah. to the you other gotta way. You got to make
3: your thoughts and everything obedient to Christ. Yeah. Obedient
1: yeah. to his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Do you guys? Show. Do you guys <laughs> want to <wanna> add, <laughs> add anything else to it? Uh, Let me just give a, a last analogy here. Go
2: for um,
3: it. That I heard a long time ago, and I really—it's always stuck with me, and I've shared it before. But like, think of yourself as a flower. Like, even if you're a boy, if you're a girl, think of yourself <laughs> as Jay a little the Virgin. flower. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Think of yourself as a little flower, <laughs> blooming in the field. <laughs> <Sorry>. And when <laughs> every time, <laughs> every time you get into a relationship with somebody, and you know, let's say you made out with this person. You got real touchy-feely with this person. You ended (laughs) up, you know, having sex with this person. You ended up watching this pornography and masturbating, whatever it is. Like, think of yourself and all that and think of yourself as a flower. And every time you engage in one of these things, you're basically ripping off a petal off of yourself. And at the end of the day, let's say after you have walked that road and you finally come to find the one, the man of your dreams, the woman of your dreams, and you have to come before them and you have to feel like all you have left is like the little bud the stem. and there's and there's nothing more. All your petals, all the beauty, all the wholeness. You feel like you have already like ripped them off, ripped them off and just like, you know, he loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. And at the end of the day, all you have left is the stem. And even if God can make you whole and he will make you whole, you know, if mm-hmm. you come to him wholeheartedly, we're human. And uh, there's still that feeling in us where we might feel like, dang, I'm inadequate. Who am I? Like you're going to take the disrespect because you're going to be like, who am I? Like, I already gave myself away to all these people. And like, don't let that be you. You have the power to right now to just protect your purity, to protect mm-hmm. your eyes, to protect your ears, to protect your heart and come when you come at the end of the day and you walk down that aisle before your husband or before your wife, you're going to feel whole and you're going to feel like, dang, you know, like I did I got that. it together. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, and you're going to feel, like, you're going to feel beautiful. You're going to feel handsome. You're going to feel awesome coming before that person and knowing, like, I'm whole. Like, I saved myself, and, like, now I get to bring this whole beautiful flower, like, before you. And, you know, um, and not feel like, dang, well, I'm sorry, babe. Like, this is all that's left of me. You know, oh. like,
1: <laughs> like, hopefully. <laughs> put it like, like that.
3: You know, like, hopefully you can put me back together. Or, like, hopefully, you know, you can see the beauty in me. Like, see that beauty in yourself. Let God reveal that beauty to you that you of what you are, and you know come confidently before like you know your husband and your wife and your future whatever you know but hopefully that analogy made sense to some of you. And
0: mm-hmm. I said Jane the Virgin because of the show. Jane yeah. the Virgin. Yeah. Jane the Virgin. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm <laughs> not <laughs> Jane. Well, yeah. Jane
2: was a virgin though. Yeah. You sorry. guys,
0: <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's together. I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah. she was a virgin.
3: Y'all, I wasn't, I didn't even grow up in the church but I don't know why it was just something always in my head. But and I, I, like, I, I want to just
2: go back before we end this because I know we're heading towards the end here mm-hmm. but t- I don't want to override that it's easier being said than done when it comes to pornography oh, and masturbation. Yeah. Yeah, um, that is like, the ultimate struggle I feel for like youth, um, yeah. for young people, 4K phones right? Four <laughs> K, yeah, for like five K <laughs> now phones, <iPad>. right? <laughs> Man, like crazy. So I have I have something that worked for me. I've shared this with a few of the boys in our boy talk, right? And but if you're listening, you've never heard this. When I used to watch porn, and I wanted to get out of it, I heard I can't remember who said it, but I took that I never forgot. So I'm gonna give everybody a little tip to help you stop. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: if you have, I'm not talking about your app Bible on your phone. You need to get a real Bible. Yeah. Okay? Because most likely ninety out ninety percent, nine out of ten mm-hmm. times you're watching porn on your phone. Okay? Or on a tablet.
1: I mean where else would I you, want want you, want? I mean, you to. I was if, like, yeah. wait, where else would you <laughs> watch it? Yeah. To the virus? Right?
2: <laughs> if you're listening to me, this is what I want you to do. Usually these urges and stuff come more in the afternoon at night when you're in your room, bathroom, wherever it may oh, be. Wow. Alone, right, when nobody's looking at you. The
1: darkness is creeping on you. If
2: this is something you're struggling with and you're listening to my voice, I want you to try this. I want you to put your phone or your tablet, whatever you're doing, wherever you watch it, I want you to open your Bible. I want you to place it in the middle of your Bible and shut your Bible because every time you get that urge, in order to get to that pornography, (laughs) you're going to have to go through the Word of God. God. Okay? So if you're listening to me, Every single time, this is what I did. I'm, I'm giving you a, a live testimony. Whenever you want to have that urge, put your phone in the Bible. You're gonna have to get through God's Word before you get to that phone. If you what, and if you choose pornography, this is what you're ultimately saying: you're saying that God's Word is less important than the addiction that you have.
1: That should hit differently.
2: So I hope that sinks in. If you're listening, tuner, person that's watching, or person that's hearing, not watching, mm-hmm. but that's what you're saying. Every time that thought would come to my mind of saying, man, I'm going to choose pornography over the word of God. I would just stop and be like, I can't do it. And I would turn around and walk away. So I'm giving that tip to male, female, person that's listening, that's married, husband, wife, friend, whoever you are. Take that tip, write it down, and I hope that blesses your life.
3: Also, if you're struggling with absolutely any of these points that we hit today, like get an accountability a person yeah. that you can find accountability mm-hmm. in that you can reach out to and say, hey, guys, yes. today I'm really struggling. Like, hey, friend, like, honestly, pray for me right now because I'm really battling this urge and I don't want to go down that hole. Like, hey, can we meet up for some coffee because I'm just having these thoughts right now and Ooh, I don't coffee. want to go down that path again. Yeah. You know, or whatever it is, like, get give your friends your location. Like, hey, check on me after 10 o'clock. If I'm with my boyfriend, check me where I am and text me if you see that I'm somewhere and I'm not home because, you know, I'm weak. Whatever it is get accountability people who will hold you accountable who will hold you up to be the person of integrity that you want to be and i uh, trust me you will find them just find those friends of that are christian those wo- that women of god that man of god that you know that will help you to walk the in the path that you want to be in
0: and if you don't have any you know the leaders here are great Absolutely. definitely reach us, out to us have, um, dm us pastors, text us leaders
2: um you all these people yes text the, number. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: text the text number. number
2: come on we need you guys to test <laughs> yeah. uh, text the bold uh, podcast number we need more questions more yeah. thoughts things ideas There's so send so your come messages
0: come <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes
1: yeah all um right. i had something to say and i forgot as always
0: is there anything else you guys would like to add
2: absolutely just to know that that you guys got family here you guys got your leaders here friends um People that ultimately care for you guys. Mm-hmm. I ultimately cl- uh, care for you guys. I have a heart for the young people. Um, like I said, I still feel young. Um, but it. don't ever learn. I mean, don't ever try something um, by yourself. My dad always said, look for experienced people. It's easy mm-hmm. to just try to do things yourself and try to figure out. Oh, I want to figure it out for myself. That's the dumbest thing I've heard. <laughs> learn from <laughs> others' mistakes. Oh, Look 100% ahead, do it. Right? Learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah, learn from other people's failed marriages, failed relationships. Learn from 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 that to not do that. And Sorry, that will mama, take you a long way. You know, I, yes. learned,
3: <laughs> I learned watching your marriage. Yeah, so. I want better for my marriage. And guys, I come from like a broken, you know, a kind of a broken home. Like I didn't grow up with my mom, my dad. I didn't see like the best example. And like, I learned from that. And then I learned from seeing positive ones, too. And I and I put brought into my marriage what I want to see, you know, like Mm -hmm. what I what I know is going to help it flourish. And like, you know, I have my husband where I have seven years married. I have two beautiful daughters, you know, um, I'm just living this life and I feel so blessed and so grateful. And every time I look around, I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like (laughs) and that's only by God because I've, you know, put my trust in him.
2: I don't know how you guys end, but I would want to end with the prayer. Oh, that would be great. I was, was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. Okay. Go do you guys it. usually end with prayer? But we'll do it no, today. But we can't. So Obviously,
0: you don't listen to our stuff. I know. No, so no then. <laughs> I did. No, I did. <laughs> You're not a fan. I listened
2: to the first one. Oh, Joel did pray for the, on the first one. The second one, I listened like about an hour and 20 minutes, but it's like two hours long. So I'll get <laughs> back to that? it. <laughs> and, and Segment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mireya, you thank you for all your knowledge. <laughs> 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 but um but I just want to end this with with a prayer and I want to just kind of go through what we spoke about. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, just I want you to close your eyes there wherever you wherever you may be or at work maybe, um, at your house. And I want you to really believe that if you're dealing with any of the things that we spoke about here um this afternoon or whenever you're watching this podcast, that there is a God that can heal you. There is a God that can restore you. There is a God that can break every chain, every addiction um, because he is a living God and he cares for us. So I just simply want you to do this prayer or join us with prayer and let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you first of all because you're our good God. Thank you first of all because you love us, you care for us, and you remind us every day. First of all, I want to pray for Future marriages in our young people, future marriages that are to come for those that are single and feel like their man or woman is never going to come. Father, we just pray that you give them the peace, the time, the moment to wait on that. We come praying and removing every soul tie that people may have right now. Every uh, thing that's come, every curse that's come over them, we just break it by the blood of Jesus, Father God. We come just removing those things in your mighty name every addiction to pornography every addiction to masturbation father it's easier said than done but father with you all things are possible and we know that you are our father and that you will never abandon us you will never leave us and you'll be with us every day of our life so we come praying over those people that are fighting with addictions whether it may be masturbation or pornography whether uh, whether it may be drugs or alcohol or whatever other type of addiction people that are addicted to social media addicted to um watching uh bad movies or whatever it may be, hearing bad music we come breaking addictions right now father the only thing we want to be addicted to is you jesus we want to love you we want to serve you with everything that we have all our might so we thank you today in your mighty name we pray amen, amen. yes um,
1: to close it off thank you for listening tune in next week on thursday and for those who do attend legendary youth we do have fuel nights on tuesdays at 7 p.m at our church and I think that's it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. Oh t- yeah, thank you. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Where can they find you? Oh.
2: You guys can find. Go for it, baby. At oh, uh,
3: Jane Herrera 94 on Instagram, if y'all ever want to DM me. Yeah. You that's know? Yeah. Don't give. Yes, up I'm name. on.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm a bit older, so I have Facebook, Elias Herrera, <laughs> and I have Instagram too at Elias Herrera underscore. Um, so yeah, feel free to follow me. I'll follow back if you have good content. No, I'm joking. Oh. I'll follow back. I'll follow back. <laughs>
0: But yeah, thank you guys for being here and for being raw and real and teaching us Mm -hmm. because obviously a lot of us didn't know this. At (laughs) me. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be teaching more about it
2: next month. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you. Love Love y'all. Love you guys. Bye.
3: Bye.